When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to Marriage Therapy Radio. I'm Zach, I'm here with Laura. There's a thing that's going on in my practice right now that's pretty pretty consistent and pretty normal, I think. And it's basically that everybody's over it. This thing has dragged on way too long. We're all anxious and atrophied. And we've talked about that all year long, but you know what, it hasn't even been a year. But the bottom line is there's lots of reasons to complain, lots of good reasons to complain. And I think that you ought to do that. And yet um, I had a revelation last week that I think is kind of cool or it's been cool for me which is that if you can complain about anything you can also be grateful about anything and that's what I want to talk about today it's a cool conversation stick around welcome home from wait so how long were you in New Mexico for New Mexico Mexico zero days I was in New Mexico for zero days yeah how about Mexico how long were you in Mexico for um, let's see, the trip was supposed to be seven days, but we had, you know, we, that snowstorm came into Seattle the mm-hmm. day we left. So we actually had to spend the night here in Seattle. We spent the night at our mutual friend's house yes. who lives near the airport. Yeah. So it took us 36 hours door to door from the from my house to the, the resort, the hotel. Yeah. Um, it's usually about a six hour trip. So we lost a day and a half, but yeah. we were there, we were there long enough for sure. Yeah. I mean, it was it was definitely like we were ready to come home. It's funny when you come home from Mexico, you have to get a negative COVID test. And on the last day we were all there like, Oh, sorry, you passed your COVID test. Sorry. Sorry. You don't have COVID, <laughs> you know, cause, cause then we couldn't stay for an extra week oh, or nuts. Yeah. Whatever. But what do you do when you go? I mean, I've never, I've never been on vacation with just my kid. Actually I did for some of our listeners. They might remember I went on a camping trip and I took my kid camping all by myself, which was, kind of a feat. Um, but what do you do? Which one did you take? You took one daughter. I took Mary. Okay. Yeah. So you um, took your younger daughter, the younger one. Yeah. Uh, Abby couldn't travel cause she had a whole bunch of stuff going on that's relative to college and Rebecca wasn't able to either. Yeah. I can kind of work from anywhere, which turned out to be a mistake. Like uh, in this way, like, but you didn't work. It's actually kind of what didn't I, work. Cause you told me you couldn't work. Remember that? You no, I told you I couldn't record a podcast. <clears throat> Okay. Yeah, that's different. <laughs> um, no, I saw clients. I was I saw clients about uh, I'm going to say thirty percent, maybe forty percent of my normal yeah. client load. Yeah. Which was like in the end, it's like not not wise. Like if you're going to go on vacation, just go just be go. on vacation. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it just worked out because I got to go and work. Mary is old enough that she could kind of disappear and do her own thing, mm-hmm. and she made some friends and goofed off, and <laughs> I got a ton done, including this is kind of cool. Um, I, uh, I took, did I tell you this, I took all my notebooks that were all over yeah, my desk here yeah. and I took, and I just collated everything. So I put all this like random scrap paper and four or five different notebooks into one notebook. Mm-hmm. And I've got all these like things that I need to learn about and study and like notes I took at conferences and <laughs> podcast ideas that I was like, Oh yeah, I went to talk about this and that and the other thing. Um, wow. So, so do you have like a new book? Have you like pulled notes together and you're like, this is, this is the next to write? book. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, awesome. kind of, I do actually. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, but the, you know what I want to do? I actually want to find, uh, I actually want someone else to publish it. I don't want to publish it myself. Okay. I want like, 
I want somebody else to do it. All um, right. So if, so you if know, you're out there yeah. and you listen to the podcast and you are a book publisher or you know a book publisher, yeah. uh, give me a ring because yeah. uh, I got an idea for you that I want to pitch. And you already have two books written. So it's not like you like they can see the product of what you've already put out. So two self-published books. I had two kind of pretty big realizations, though. And this is why I want to talk about what I want to talk about today, yeah. which is I'm in Mexico. The sun is shining. Some people clean my house, my apartment every day or my condo every day. Oh, they did food that. Food is great. Wow. The food is great. Like, um, you know, there's no real, and, and yet I was still like, just like in a grouchy mood the whole time. <laughs> I was just like, I found something to, to whine about. and clean. Well, that's the thing, right? I realized like my wife's at home. She's under two feet of snow. Mm -hmm. She's dealing with, uh, Abby who's freaking out about college. She's got this, uh, injury that she's trying to navigate um her life is really like hard like it was like yeah. legit hard yeah. <laughs> and here i am going oh i don't really like my view and also oh. i'm sad about this thing that happened and i can't believe i have to work and um you know there's this other piece of my life that's in disarray and i can't quite make sense of that and yeah so um i found myself like i can't believe i'm whining here mm -hmm. i can't believe that this is and i actually i had a conversations with clients it was actually quite quite amazing because I, I realized that if you can complain anywhere, mm -hmm. you can be grateful anywhere. Like, Ooh, um, say that again. I really like that. Well, I'm like, if you can go to, if you can go on vacation mm -hmm. and have pretty much, uh, like all of your daily stressors lifted and still find that something to complain about, yeah, then you can also be under two feet of snow dealing with a crazy person and injured. And I'm not putting this on Rebecca. I'm just saying like, you can have like really challenging situations and also f find gratitude for those. And it's yeah. actually good for you. And so while I'm down there, I'm doing like research about gratitude the whole time. I'm like, okay, get your head right. Like put, get, figure out like what you do, like, mm -hmm. um, to make yourself feel because whatever were you, like, were you other. like not okay? Did you recognize like, Hey, this doesn't make sense. Like, I don't want to be in this place. Cause I think a lot of people just sort of live in this space of grouchiness or live in this state state in this state of, um, kind of like a cloud, right? Like a cloud is just sort of over their head. And, and it, to me, it's like, I'm wondering, did you notice that and say, what the hell, Zach, get, get your shit together and like buck up camper. Well, I think it really helped that I was still talking to people in Seattle. I mean, apart mm -hmm. from the fact that I was working and I put that in air quotes there, like, I think it really helped that I was talking to clients who are for the most part trying to solve problems yeah. and or who are struggling or who, who have plenty to complain about. That's why they ask for help. Yeah. And here I am, I'm kind of like, and they're like, you look like you're in a sunny place. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was mm -hmm. like, yep. Or they, like, I would sit on the, the porch and they would be like, is that children? Do I hear children <laughs> laughing? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, it's so annoying. These kids are so loud, you know, um, I can't believe it. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's just like unfettered joy out in front of me. Right. I'm still finding a way to get just off my about. lawn kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what did you do? So, what did you learn? Yeah. Good. Thank you for asking. Yes. Because I, I just decided I'm going to, I'm going to go just like Google it. Right. Apparently. Cause the Google can tell the you. Google machine knows things. Yeah. 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 So I just found a handful of studies and, um, but it also just kind of brought me back to things that we already know. We already know that, uh, for example, uh, John Gottman talks about small things often okay, or that the emotional bank account is a big deal. Like when the emotional bank account's in surplus, mm -hmm. that's good for you. When the emotional bank account's in deficit, that's not good for you. Right. And so, um, 
gratitude just happens to be a scientifically relevant uh, exercise in terms of actually helping to change your physiology, mm-hmm. which is new news to me. Yeah. But also just some of the practical strategies. I had a number of just like <laughs> moments. That was like the, um, the explosion, the brain explosion. Oh, my head yeah. exploded. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Okay. This one blew my mind and I'm not sure exactly why it blew my mind, but here's, here's the part that blew my mind and it, uh, and it just kind of flipped me upside down a little bit, mm-hmm. but let's just say that you're generally pessimistic or that you generally scan the world and you see, uh, things that aren't going well. I told you about this client I had once who it was almost like an illness or a disease she had. She went to Greece or something, which is one of the most beautiful yeah. places on the planet. Yeah. And she came back and I was like, what did, What was it like? What'd you see? What was the thing? She goes, weeds, weeds everywhere. <laughs> I was walking and I was like, what? Like, isn't there like beautiful vistas and, yeah. you know, oceans and sparkling architecture waters, and yeah. <laughs> you know, white buildings. Uh, weeds. <laughs> well, let's just say that's the way your brain is wired. Well, here's the thing. If you spend an hour a day, just uh, let's gosh, don't even start an hour. Let's say 20 minutes, okay. 20 minutes a day focusing on gratitude, which we can all go, oh yeah, positive, 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 like thinking positive, thinking positive. Mm-hmm. Well, the cool thing about that is it erases 20 minutes a day that you would otherwise be focusing on the negative. Like it literally chokes out or suffocates mm-hmm. the sort of the negative gene mm-hmm. that that is maybe otherwise has room to breathe. That's been my new phrase with clients lately is we want to suffocate that. We want to choke it out. Yeah. <laughs> like I use the, I, I use the phrase starve it out, um, which is like what yeah. we do if we have like a gut issue, like don't feed your gut um, things like wheat, right? Like you got to starve it out. Um, so hold on, let me, let me figure out if I'm like hearing you correctly. If you are okay. naturally a pessimistic person or naturally somebody that focuses on the negative, sees the negative, has a chip on their shoulder, wearing their shit colored glasses, whatever it might be. If you just spend 20 minutes being super intentional about doing something that feels unnatural, which is scanning for the positives and really trying to find things to have yep. gratitude for or appreciation yep. What you're doing is you're basically saying for those 20 minutes, I'm going to negate the other 20 minutes that I would have otherwise spent. Did I nail it? Totally. Okay. All right. Totally. You know, Zach and I are huge fans of getting support, especially during abnormally stressful times like these. This is why we have partnered with BetterHelp to put you in contact with licensed professional counselors in your area. Tap into the world's largest network of licensed, accredited, and experienced counselors who can help you with a range of issues, including depression, anxiety, relationships, trauma, grief, and more. With BetterHelp's counselors, you get the same professionalism and quality that you would expect from an in-office counselor. Counselor, but with the ability to communicate when and how you want. The matching process is quick but thorough, and you have the ability to communicate with your therapist how you like it, whether it be messaging, over the phone, or video conferencing. I know that in-person therapy sessions aren't feasible right now, and a lot of therapists are booked out, but don't let that stop you from getting the support that you need. The cost is less than half of what Zach and I charge, which is kind of unheard of. And when you register with BetterHelp, you're supporting marriage therapy radio. Go to trybetterhelp.com forward slash MTR to register. Try T-R-Y better B-E-T-T-E-R help. H-E-L-P.com forward slash MTR to register with BetterHelp. Like here's the other place that I found like this, this kind of makes sense to me, which is, um, you know, I, I quit drinking in the fall, so I haven't, I haven't had alcohol in, I don't know, a couple months, but three, four months, but, but here's the reality. Like I don't really miss it because I drink so much water. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm drinking like a ton of water, Mm -hmm. which just means like I don't actually have room for Diet Coke. Yeah. Beer. Yeah. Coffee. I don't have I don't have space for it. Okay. So it's not even like I can celebrate all of the the water thing. Mm -hmm. Great. That is good. But it kind of dismisses the part that it's like, oh, yeah, but also I don't have to work that hard on the counterbalancing the negative. Okay. It's actually not hard work because I'm not thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> like I just don't have, yeah. I, don't have I don't have room right. in my stomach to put other stuff. Yeah. You know, so it's almost like if you are training your brain to be looking for the positives and having gratitude, you're just not going to have room. It's, it's cognitive room, cognitive yeah, you don't have cognitive room, room for, the, for, the, for negative. the negative. Um, Did I ever tell you this? I. Oh, I love this because I know that my sister-in-law is listening. She's a listener. And there was a moment. (laughs) I was going to ask you about that, actually. Remind me that I wanted to ask you about that. Okay. Um, There was a moment where my sister-in-law's daughter, so this is my niece, we are all sitting around and we're at a a restaurant and something like the service is just falling apart and it's just bad service and it's late. And anyway, And everyone's kind of starting to piss and moan about it. Right. And we kind of start like fueling the fire of our whole family table starting to complain. And out of nowhere, like the youngest one at the table, she says, hey, everybody, like something really. She's like, what happened today that you can just have so much positivity around? They're like, what are you grateful for? And I swear, like my jaw dropped to the floor and I said, holy moly, I know exactly what she's trying to do. She's trying to starve out the negativity of the table by Uh introducing gratitude. And it was like kind of one of those smacks in the face where it took one person being intentional and and looking for the positives to try and shift the entire energy of the table. And it worked. And I was like, oh, Sarah, you are God. Like you are amazing. Thank you so much. Anyway, I just had to mention that because it stood out to me as the power of gratitude and how it only takes one conscious moment to shift an entire Sort of consuming, all consuming moment. You're laughing like you have like a, like an inside joke. I'm laughing because I'm the, I'll be the contrarian here, which is that I would have looked at Sarah and be like, shut, shut up. Like, what's your deal? Can't you see that we're like trying to commiserate about all the things that are hard? So let me speak to the contrarians here for a second, because this is who was reading, Googling the research, right? I'm like Googling because I'm, I'm aware that my brain's already doing the contrarian thing. And so what are my choices? Well, so I find this study, right? Here it is. Um, it's a study out of 1998, 45 healthy adults who were, uh, forget it, forget the numbers, but basically they had people who were trained to do uh, intentional gratitude practice. And then they had, of course, their control groups and whatever else. So the subjects who underwent gratitude training had a 23% reduction in cortisol levels yes, and a hundred percent increase in feel good hormones. Okay. So So, cortisol is stress. So the stress hormone um, that's released and then the feel good could be like oxytocin, um, which is, yeah. Okay. Totally. But it's like, okay, fine. Like Sarah, Sarah's her name. Like Sarah bugs the crap out of me, (laughs) but I'm like, oh, but maybe if I do this thing, I'll be healthier. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe if I do this thing, I'll sleep better. Mm -hmm. 
maybe if I do this thing, I'll feel better about my, my marriage. Like, yeah. um, because again, I spent a lot of time listening to people complain about their relationship. Mm-hmm. And in the last 10 days or so, I've been like, well, what if you flipped it over? Mm-hmm. Like, what if you, what if you did this other thing? So interestingly, uh, again, we'll go back to the Gottman research, but got, John got famous for being able to predict divorce. Right. And the big thing about that is the four horsemen, mm-hmm. but there's three other pieces of that divorce prediction that is, uh, that are part of the equation. And one of them is how a couple tells their story. Mm-hmm. So when a couple reflects on their story and they scan for or highlight the negative, mm-hmm. that can be predictive of relationship demise. And so part of what I think uh, gratitude uh, invites us to do is to scan and go, hey, how can we look at even the hard things and find the positive that is in it, mm-hmm. right? So there was a trauma or there was a betrayal or there was a, you know, uh, whatever yeah. uh, 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 argument, a high degree of conflict, yeah. whatever it is yeah. to be able to look at it and learn how to tell that story through kind of the silver lining piece. Mm-hmm. And I could not have recorded this podcast a month ago because I'm not the guy who says, Oh, well, why don't you just look at the bright side? <laughs> that's not, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. What I'm saying is if evidence shows us that, that concentrating on the negative reinforces negative outcomes Mm -hmm. and you don't want negative outcomes, then maybe try a different strategy. Okay. Yeah. My kid right now is not getting into the schools that she wants to get into. And Uh, it's really hard. It's like really challenging for her. And it's like, it's it's pressing up against a lot of her identity buttons, but I'm having to work really hard not to be like, well, what's the silver lining here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as much as I go, okay, cool. That's really hard. Problematic. Mm -hmm. But I wonder, you know, in theory, like if that door's closing, what other doors are opening? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you take advantage or, you know, sort of lean into the doors that you do have available? Yeah, I, so. I this reminds me. And if you are a client and you, or have ever been a client of mine and you're listening, you will know that this is how I start just about every session, which I think is a little different because I think um, couples imagine coming to couples therapy and it's tell me something good. Tell me is something good. Mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah. hey, uh, what have you done? in the past two weeks since I've seen you last where you have shown up as your best self and you are actively working to transform the trajectory of this relationship. And like, I love it when couples are chomping at the bit to sort of like dote on themselves. They're like, let me tell you how amazing I've been in the last two weeks. And Mm -hmm. it's very different because I think a lot of people imagine couples therapy is just where you come to fight and you pay somebody else to referee that fight. That's not the case at all. It's like, I I'm, actively training people to get in the headspace where when they are doing something that is good, positive, reinforcing a healthy behavior in the relationship, they're go patting themselves on the back and they're like, Hey, look what I did. And yeah. I'm having them reflect. And the cool part is that often people have a hard time self-reflecting on how they've shown up in a really positive way, but their partner is like, Oh, I know exactly what you did. And they want to mm. tell them, Hey, this is what you did. And I really appreciated it. And it just shifts the entire dynamic of the relationship of, of that therapy session. When that's how we're starting it off of tell me something good. Mm-hmm. Tell yeah, me something uh, good. Tell me something good. The coolest, the coolest version of that song I've ever seen in my life was um, I was at a Dave Matthews band show and they covered that song yeah. in the way that Dave Matthews would, which is they played it for 15 minutes oh, good and Lord. just constantly. And like, I, I go back there all the time, like, tell me something good. And then I'll jam a little bit. Yeah. But anyway, not my point. Um, 
I di- or rather, I digress. Yes. yes. I want to talk about an intervention that I'll often prescribe for couples, um, and you'll know it. It's called uh, the State of the Union conversation. Mm-hmm. And I imagine couples having this on Sundays and Sunday nights, yep. um, week over week, to help them sort of establish a baseline for how they're connecting with each other. But the point about that conversation is the first two steps of four, so fully half of it, are uh, step one is what did we get right last week? Mm-hmm. And then step two is, what did you get right lastly? So like, what do I want to look at you and say, you, I noticed you did yeah. this. So I'm reading about gratitude, right? I'm learning about kind of the, the, and here's a piece that also I didn't quite kind of, this was another piece that kind of blew my mind is that there's actually evidence that suggests that it's more effective, the more specific you get. Yeah. So thank you for making me lasagna last week is that's really kind. Yes. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. We've closed the whole transaction. Hey, thanks for having, thanks for making lasagna. I haven't had lasagna in a year and it was amazing. It hit the spot exactly the way I wanted to. And it reminded me of when we used to have like home cooked meals on the regular. And it means a lot to me, like really specific. Um, I needed a carbo load like that, even that, right. Mm -hmm. Because I was feeling malnourished or whatever it was like the more specific you can get, it actually makes it more real. Mm -hmm which if we go back to even cognitive room and sort of this idea of neuroplasticity, it brings you into like, you're actually changing your brain mm-hmm. to, to invest time and energy and specificity in mm-hmm. things that are, you know, worth lifting up or celebrating. Yeah, so. I think there's another part, like, I think it, it's really good to be the person who's saying thank you. Like that's, that's gratitude. You're practicing gratitude of thinking, mm-hmm. here's the thing that I have gratitude for. And now I'm expressing it to you. That feels really good. But then for the person who's receiving it, when you are positively reinforcing your partner, they get a big old dopamine hit. And um, yeah. so uh, my buddy Nate says, become your partner's drug dealer, which I think is kind of a, you know, just sort of like a sexy way of saying, um, give your partner dopamine hits, help them to lock in Um, hey, I really loved it when you made me lasagna or thank you so much for taking the kids to the park so I could take a nap. I was exhausted. And when I woke up, I was fully charged and ready to go. And that's why, you know, the whole house was clean and and I was ready for you guys to come home. Now your partner is feeling this whole wash of dopamine and they're learning when I do this thing for my partner, I get this big dopamine hit. Like my partner's being my drug dealer and they're saying, thank you. And now I want to do that more often. So they're starting to associate Uh. this feeling of this dopamine hit with doing something positive for their partner. And it's just this vicious, beautiful, not vicious, but it's like this reinforcing cycle of how gratitude can work for you um, when reinforcing your partner with gratitude. Yeah. It's called cognitive reappraisal. Oh, hello. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's when you take, um, a situation and you evaluate it and then you reappraise that situation mm-hmm. in a, with a, with a new meaning basically. Yeah. Um, totally random, but I found this other part, which <laughs> is that, did you know that when you're, when you die, that a different parts of your body die at different times? No. And do you know what is last? No. It's your pupils. They dilate. <laughs> I was like, this is so off topic. I'm glad. Hold on. I have actually, I don't think this is going to go over well. I wish I would have taken a picture of this. Um, I started writing on because my son can read now. I started writing uh, jokes on his napkin that go in his lunchbox because he goes to school. Okay. And so today's um, 
What's the most common day that twins are born? Mm, Tuesday. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Jason is going to have to like modify because I got real excited. That's that's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Thank you. Thanks. So every day I'm having to look up like a new joke, but they're all like kid worthy jokes. So you're welcome. Yeah. Right hey, on. do you want to land this plane? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, but uh, thanks for talking to me about this because I've been thinking about it all week and I'm like, I got to figure out where this goes. But also good news is I have like 20 podcast topics that we were never going to have to wonder what to talk about. I again, love it. I might just monopolize all the Can time. I, and I have to show you this. Hold on really fast. Look at this. This is mm-hmm. kind of going to blow your mind. So I have my notebook that I take notes in, which FYI, Zach and I were talking earlier. <laughs> I said, he doesn't take notes with his clients. I'm like, are you kidding me? I, don't. I take paper notes and then I shred them because then my paper notes then go into my virtual documentation. But can you read this? Uh, yeah, it says gratitude for something. Yeah. Yeah. So you see this, this is my daily gratitude practice. So this is just journaling. Um, and this is my way of just when I might be feeling a little low or uninspired is the kind of the word I use. I take some time and I force that, like what you said, like the 20 minutes of positivity to starve out the the 20 minutes of negativity that could be at place. And so I have my journal and sometimes I'll just take a moment and just like list everything I'm grateful for. And it's pretty fun to notice all the things that are pretty amazing. Yeah. Well, I'm working on it. I'm still pretty, I'm still pretty good at scanning for the problems, but um, I found that uh, even just becoming aware of that, you know, gratitude is good for me uh, has helped me kind of has helped me sort of shift focus both for my clients and for my family and for my friends Mm -hmm. and yeah, that's been my that's been my gig for the last little bit. Do you know I have a tip for you? Um, okay, I want for you to associate one thing that happens on a regular basis. Like maybe it's you pooing, right? Pooing. Okay. okay. All right. Yep. Um, I thought we were landing this plane. I I know, but we continue. It could be you driving. It could be. Okay. Um, I don't even know. I'm just like something that you do on a regular basis. You don't even know. All right. Yep. And Good. I want you to put some kind of a reminder in that place. So maybe it's just on the dashboard of your car that just says gratitude. Or when you sit down on the toilet and you have a wall in front of you, just put a little sticky note that says gratitude. And it's just your reminder that at that moment in at that time to just think, have one quick thought of what is something that you're grateful for. Well, thanks for that. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm going to put it in my little app here where I have a uh, I have my stuff. I yeah. have my things that I flossing. do. By the way, my flossing streak is up to 45 days. What else are you, what else is on your app? Let me see it. I'm uh, meditating. Yeah. Oh, so I'm, I meditate. I've been meditating for eight days in a row. Nice. That's new. That's new for me. Yeah. That's, that's hard, yeah. but I'm, uh, I'm into it. I dig yeah. it. And then I'm exercising. Nice. So I, I didn't exercise at all when I was on vacation, but I've had four days in a row since I got back. Yeah. I'm at, I'm at, uh, Obama era weight now. Oh, that's I'm, right. I'm at my, I'm at my Obama era size. I was just so. talking to my buddy um, and he said he's lost 18 pounds. He hasn't been this light since in for 30 years. I'm like, whole, which is funny because yeah. I'm like barely 30. So obviously I have old, <laughs> old friends. Um, barely 30. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you put that in air quotes? too? Yeah. Air quotes. Okay. Now people stop listening to us. Like I know. Let's ago. really land this plane. Adios. It's been good okay. to see your face. Goodbye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. And I just want to take this time. I don't say it like ever, um, but I am 
just so stinking grateful that we have listeners that have continued to be faithful listeners uh, since we started this podcast. It feels like maybe two or three years ago. And I am so grateful for Zach, who has continued to be a constant in my life as someone who teaches me. Yes, Zach, you do teach me things from time to time. Um, but more or less just makes me feel like I have a person in this world that understands me and sees me for who I am. And I just am so very grateful to be able to share my knowledge and in this journey together, making my relationship better as much as I can every single day. So thank you so much for all of you, all of your time, your energy, making your relationship better today than it was yesterday. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.